Welcome to Common Sense Coalition Talk Radio, where you'll find straight talk from people with good old common sense. I trust your opinion. And now, for your host, he's putting sense back into nonsense. Absolute insanity. Well, you can hear me on the Your host, Beth Ann. And I welcome you today to CSE Talk Radio. It's my honor, my privilege, and my pleasure to be here with you today. We're going to get straight to the Lord in prayer. I have a lot of things I want to talk about. I don't know if we'll get to even half of it. And we are working on, before we pray here, I want to let you know, and I'll remind you later, I hope, if I can remember to remind you, that uh, I am working on a four-part series for the 4th of July. So I will present the first one on Thursday and Friday, and then the final two will be on Monday and Tuesday. Tuesday, we will have a dramatic reading of the Declaration of Independence, and uh, I'm going through the history, the timeline. I've done this before, so I'm just kind of trying to pull it all together and do a series of, I think we need a good shot in the arm of patriotism. And so that's what it's going to be about. When we go through the timeline of the different battles and wars and everything, we're going to, I've, I've been looking them all up and I'm going to share with you some of the uh, heroes and heroines of that day. You know, they weren't just people. They, they were just people like us. I mean, they had, they had lives, they had families, and, and uh, they bled just like we do. So I think it'll be a good time. I hope you will enjoy it. Uh, have your children listen, and uh, maybe they can learn something positive about the American spirit and our, our beginnings as a free nation. Let's go to the Lord in prayer. For such a time as this, most gracious Heavenly Father, your word says, for God so loved the world. We thank you and we praise you, Abba Father. Adonai, for your love. May we, your people, be a reflection of your love to others. You command us so. The greatest commandments are, as you taught us, Lord Jesus. Lord, love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul, and with all your mind. This is the first and greatest commandment, and the second is like, love your neighbor as yourself. All the law and the prophets hang on these two commandments. Love. Love, faith, and hope, but the greatest of these is love. As we live and deal with the trials of this life here, may we also remember, Father, your love. Protect us, guide us, lead us away from temptations. Grant us wisdom and strength. Protect us from the evil one. Father, protect President Donald J. Trump and his family, his associates, his attorneys. Give them great, wise counsel, godly counsel. And help us, your children, to know how best to deal with the evils we are now living in America. Give us, Father, repentant hearts. May we have repentant hearts. Change our hearts, O God. May we be more like you. For such a time as this, I pray in Jesus' name, in Jesus' holy name, amen. 
Our Constitution was made only for a moral and religious people. It is wholly inadequate to the government of any other. John Adams. Morality and virtue are the foundation of our republic and necessary for society to be free. I think we can see without too much argument that without love, (laughs) without morals, without laws, we're in chaos and we certainly are not free. What brought this monologue to mind, it was a heading, an article by Anthony Esselin. He wrote it yesterday on American Greatness, and I saw it today. He wrote, and these are only the beginning lines of his article, because his article was lengthy, but it was also promoting a book. I'm sure the book is good, but I didn't want to go through the whole article. (laughs) So the topic was no God, no culture. And his very first comments were, when you drum all religious sensibility out of the public sphere, most of the classics of your own library and artistic heritage must inevitably follow. What was the inflection point for Western civilization in general, and American culture in particular, after which teachers took it upon themselves to ignore their cultural heritage or to instruct their students, either to despise it or to twist it around in support of the political cause of whatever the passing hour might be? I was just in elementary school, and perhaps many of you remember this as well, when Madeline Marie Murray O'Hara, O'Hare, an atheist, filed several lawsuits that dealt with the First Amendment separation of church and state, which, of course, we know is a lie in itself. In 1960, she was a plaintiff in a lawsuit, Murray v. Curlett, that sought to prohibit Bible reading in the, in the Baltimore public schools as an unconstitutional activity. Then the U.S. Supreme Court banned school-sponsored prayer in public schools in 1962 decision, saying that it violated the First Amendment. She did not stand alone in her fight either, or these, because the National Council of Churches supported removing school from prayer. I remember speaking to a, a woman about my age. She's maybe a year older than me in a church a long time ago. And we were, for some reason, we were, we weren't in Sunday school. We were just kind of in the hallway talking about this. It was a big topic of the day. And, uh, she said, well, I don't want, and she mentioned another denomination teaching my child to pray. And I thought that was the stupidest statement I'd ever heard. Coming out of a Christian mouth, the First Amendment states and declares that Congress shall make no law respecting an establishment of religion or prohibiting the free exercise thereof, or abridging the freedom of speech or of the press or the right of the people peaceably to assemble and to petition the government for redress of grievances. When they put it on themselves to remove prayer from the school, that was removing your rights. No one is forced to pray. You can hear the prayer. You don't have to participate in the prayer. You shouldn't be running around the room. What's wrong with a little uh, reverence? What's wrong with a little respect? The Bible both teaches some horror. Some of the, the Bible teaches some things that are good. What horrible things does it teach? Even if you're not a believer, 
Would you say that the Ten Commandments are a bad thing to follow? So, as we go through them, they, we're not going to do everything here. I'm sorry. I don't want you to think we're having Sunday school. But the first three to four deal with worshiping God. And then the others are honor thy father and mother. Thou shalt not kill. Thou shalt not commit adultery. Thou shalt not steal. Thou shalt not bear false witness against thy neighbor. That means quit lying, Schiff. Thou shalt not covet. Coveting makes a person miserable and keeps them from putting God first. It also keeps you from putting others first and showing love. Well, I'm a believer. But even if you are not, if you remove those first three or four, the rest is about living honestly and respecting others. After the Ten Commandments in Exodus 20, 21, and on, the next chapters reveal how to deal with the breaking of the commandments, murder, theft, rape, and other things. When we allowed the removal of God in our nation, our laws began to break down. We had to have more laws. We had to have laws to tell you you can't break that law. Teen pregnancy skyrocketed. Loose living brought abortion. Divorce became an easy way out. Alcoholism and drug addiction increased and families began to break down. And weak families make a weak nation. Love thy neighbor as thyself. Do unto others as you would have them do unto you. Those are not bad things. Those are good things. You're listening to CSC Talk Radio. This is Beth Ann. When we come back, I believe we will have Daniel Turner reporting in. I'm sure he noticed that the world didn't end like Greta Thornburg said it was going to end. But it never does. It never does what they say. Because they don't know. You're listening to CSC Talk Radio. This is Beth Ann. We will be right back. Now is the time for all good men and women to come to the aid of their country. Pledge to buy American. In these inflationary times, our Made in the USA companies need your support. American consumers do make the difference. When you buy American, the money you spend stays in America. Liberty Tabletop is a great company and the only flatware made in the USA. Why would you buy your tableware from China? Just say no and say yes to Made in the USA. Visit their website where they are actually partnered with other Made in the USA companies. LibertyTabletop.com. Better, safer, beautiful variety and great art. More than just forks and spoons, they provide liberty. LibertyTabletop.com or call 844-386-2338. 844-386-2338. Now is the time for all good men and women to come to the aid of their country. LibertyTabletop.com. 844-386-2338. 844-386-2338. Buy American and bring America home. Elmer Heinrich here to talk about minerals. Now, most people are aware our topsoil is depleted and our foods, especially fruits and vegetables, lack many minerals compared to years ago. Maybe that's the reason the world is sick. Now, according to Dr. Linus Pauling, our bodies need 60 minerals every day, but on average, we get less than 12 minerals from our foods. Immuno 150, an incredible nutritional supplement, can fill that gap because it contains 70 colloidal plant minerals and 80 additional nutrients. 150 in all. A month's supply of Amino 150 is available for $54.95 by calling 888-316-2224 or on the website Amino150.com. That's I-M-M-U-N-O-150.com. The 70 minerals are the key to good health and longevity, so call 888-316-2224. 888-316-2224. You'll be glad you did. 
Daniel Turner, founder and executive director of Power the Future, agrees that America is blessed with an abundance of reliable energy sources. Our natural resources are the lifeblood of our nation and have made our nation prosperous. Rural America is the heart of production in this nation. Our food, manufacturing, trucking, and yes, our energy. Power the Future promotes jobs in rural America, specifically our energy jobs. These jobs are all under attack. Wealthy radicals like Tom Styers and George Soros promise to break the nation's energy independence. Their beloved Green New Deal attacks all that is good in this nation. Our food, our land, our jobs, our families, and of course, our gassy cows. Power the Future is fighting for you, rural America. Join them. Visit PowerTheFuture.com. See the latest news and donate to those who are fighting for you. PowerTheFuture.com. Power the Future is fighting to keep America's lights on. You're listening to CSE Talk Radio. This is Beth Ann, and we have Daniel Turner from Power of the Future with us. He's going to give us a report. Daniel, I'm so glad you're here. Oh, Because the world didn't end, and I would have missed you. I would have missed you if the world would have ended. So I'm so glad you're yeah. here. <laughs> it didn't? You mean this isn't heaven? No. June 21st was the first day of summer, and we all survived. <laughs> we all survived. We did. We did. But you know, what's going on? Well, you know, it's, it's funny that that's that you mentioned that because we had some fun with that tweet from from young Greta, the non-scientist, <laughs> the non-serious individual. But we've given her this tremendous credence uh, when it comes to climate and energy issues, and, and the world's leaders uh, stop with bated breath and wait for Greta to speak her words of wisdom. And the statement "Power of the Future" put out when the, this whole silliness was done. Um, Rather than just continue to poke fun at her, it was really a call for some for for some maturity in this conversation, for some really? adulthood. Um, anyone over a certain age, clearly anyone older than Greta, will know that we've been having these doomsday apocalyptic predictions for probably close to fifty years at this point, and none of them have come true. And not only have they not, come not true, one, they've never no. come close to not coming true. And so. Can we just, I guess, the call the power of the future made to the media, to clearly the, the environmental movement, can we just stop with the, the childishness and can we have a serious conversation about the climate, about energy, about fossil fuels, about humanity? Uh, I've said this many times on your program and I will say it all the time. I will talk to anybody, including Greta, including Congresswoman Ocasio-Cortez or Senator Sanders, I would talk to anyone about these issues if they were willing to have a serious and an adult conversation. And yet no one wants to. Um, it's, it's, yeah. it's very similar to the debate. I'm sure you and your audience saw Tucker's latest Twitter um, uh, uh, video last night. It's very similar to, to the debate in the COVID vaccine where, where Joe Rogan invited the guy who said Bobby Kennedy is a threat to the world for his COVID misinformation. He said, I'll give you $100,000 to the charity of your choice if you'll just come on the program with Bobby Kennedy and have a conversation. And the guy refused. And followers of Joe Rogan's chimed in. They were over a million dollars to charity if he would just come on and have a conversation. And he refuses to do so. And it's the same in the environmental movement. They don't want to have a conversation. They don't want to discuss facts. They just want to scare people. And they want you, more than anything, they want you to shut up and get in line so that they can have power and your property and your freedom. Well, you're absolutely right. They won't uh, 
They won't have a decent. And even on on the you know the what the shows that have panels, I don't like the fighting back and forth. Let's have a serious conversation. Let's not just say this fact is fact and this fact is fact and the facts don't even. I mean they are they're totally different. So they can't both be facts. Something has to be not true. But we don't ever get to the truth. We just sit there and argue. And they don't want to get to the truth. And we're no. finding out more and more about this, uh, about the COVID, not just the vaccine, but about the pandemic, where it came from, the origin of it. And it looks to me like Fauci knew all along where it came from. Fauci covered it up. And I still, this is just Beth. I'm not putting words in Daniel's or Power of the Future's mouth. This is just Beth. I have always believed it was not an accident. I have always believed that the timing and everything that that went along with it after that, it just made me believe that it was not an accident, which would mean some of our people knew about it. I, I, I'm with you there 100 um, percent. I've always believed that as well, because it's just too, too coincidental to have happened at that moment. Well, um, the other thing that bothers me about the, the whole Greta tweet and and again, Tucker referenced this in his video last night yes. was what we've or in a previous video we, we we are starting to get caught in process arguments and so uh the FBI sends 15 people to a pro-life pastor's uh, uh home and they pull out their guns and they raid his home at dawn uh weapons drawn and yes. then they realize, well, that was a mistake. We're very sorry. We never should have done it. And we argue the process. And and what I think some good members of Congress, especially your senator, Josh Hawley, and I think what Tucker and I think what you and I would agree with, okay, the process was bad, sure. Who who authorized that raid, right? right? Who, who made that decision possible? And I'd like to use that same we need to get to the, to the heart of these problems with Dr. Fauci and the NIH. Who authorized the funding? I'd like to get to it with Greta's tweet. Experts say we have five years before the world ends from climate change. Well, who, who are those experts? Right? I don't care about the process. And even Power of the Future got wrapped up in the process. Do you believe, Greta, she put out this tweet? It's so silly. Let's take it a step deeper. Who were the experts you spoke to? And what was their data and their research? Can we see that? And then yeah, you realize say- that that's where the problems definitely arise. Someone gave the decision to raid Roger Stone's house and tip off CNN. Someone gave the decision to raid Mar-a-Lago and tip off the media. Someone gave the decision to fund the Wuhan Clinic in China and, and, and do gain-of-function research. And until we get to those root causes, we're always going to be chasing these little process stories which don't solve things. And even let's go a little deeper on with this thing with Greta. She was 15. She's 20 now, correct? So she was 15. Who's the expert? that lied to this teenager, knowing that they could use her and propaganda their agenda of climate change. Because they're all making money off of it, and we know that. We can follow the money. But we do need to know, who are these experts? Who settled the science? Because science is never settled. So, you know, they keep messing with the language, and they keep doing this and that in in all these extremes that we're looking at, not just climate change, but all the corruption that's going on with the Bidens and and what they're doing to President Donald Trump. And we're talking about the COVID vaccine. We're talking about the origin of the pandemic. All of it. We need to just get down exactly what you said, down to the nitty gritty. Where did it originate? Exactly. And, and that's the fight that we have to 
be willing to do. And that's why voices like yours are so important, because those are the hard questions that you ask and, and, and other great radio hosts ask. And that's why you're the threat to democracy, as they would call you. <laughs> um, and, and, well, let's and hope it's, so. It's important we have these conversations, though, because, again, these things will continue. These things will they'll continue to weaponize government. They'll continue to weaponize our children. Like, you know, poor Greta is a child or she was. Now she's an adult, but she has been abused mentally, Absolutely. psychologically by adults. Absolutely. Um, and, and, and she has a mental. Um, stop them. Doesn't she have a mental disability? Isn't she uh, has uh, um, also, um, Asperger's is, Asperger's, is what I've yes. heard. I don't uh-huh. know if that's that's the case. But regardless, she's still a minor. And why, Absolutely. as you said, why are you telling a 15 year old girl these things? Because you want to use her and you want to use her influence for your agenda. And it's the same reason why we put drag people in in children's story time. It's the same reason why we're pushing these things on kids in schools at a young age. They want to use Mm. children for their agenda, and it has to stop. It it absolutely does. But, you know, when we do get down to the nitty-gritty and we find something out, they don't want to admit it. Uh, or they'll turn it around. We have this climate change turns out to be a 71-year-old guy named Ed. Did you read that article? He's the one I that was setting the him. fires <laughs> in California. It's not funny. I mean, people lost their homes and everything. And, of course, then, of course, they'll turn it around and say, yeah, well, he was mentally ill because of climate change. I mean, this stuff just gets ridiculous. You know, he's, he's an arsonist. All of America is having its coldest June uh, since the, uh, the late 1990s, and no one just talks about it because they'll just tell you, well, this is the weather, and you can't confuse weather and climate. But if we were having our hottest June, well, of course, that would be climate change. But our coldest June is just a strange little – and it's just proof. The weather gets hot. The weather gets cold. Sometimes it snows in April. Sometimes it rains mm. in December. And and if you think you're going to control the weather, oh, you're going to have a very unhappy existence. Because you're going to be an angry person. Control the weather. (laughs) Yeah, if only we could. You know, we'd make it up. We'd mess it up. That's what we would do. We need rain here in Missouri. We uh, uh, having a little drought here. It's the weather hasn't been as bad. I think it's supposed to get a little bit more humid this weekend and up in the 90s. But but it has been less humid, which is unusual for Missouri. And uh, but we have we've had scattered rains, but we haven't had a real good rain that. um, to save the crops and we're kind of needing that and uh you know that it is a cycle you yes. can follow the news follow the weather you go way way back as long as it uh, has been recorded and it goes up and down just like you said the coolest since 90s that means we had a cool one in the 90s right <laughs> exactly well we yeah. will pray for rain for our central states and for their crops and we will pray for you, Beth Ann, for being a solid voice for this conversation. Oh, thank you. Daniel, thank you. We pray for Power of the Future. I know your boots on the ground. You're fighting so many battles, so many battles on so many fronts. Thank you for all that you do. You have a great weekend. And we will see you next Tuesday. You will be my co-host on Tuesday. You're listening thank to you, C- Beth Ann. Yeah, God bless you. You're listening to CSC Talk Radio. This is Beth Ann. We come back. I'm going to finish my monologue. But I have some other things I want to talk about. Supreme Court just made another decision I'm uh, kind of curious about. And uh, guess where Kevin McCarthy was last night? Well, he was at the steak dinner with Hunter Biden and Mary Garland. Just a nice little club, isn't it? You're listening to CSC Talk Radio. We'll be right back.
You've all helped build MyPillow into the amazing company that it is today. Now, Mike Lindell, the inventor and CEO of MyPillow, wants to give back to my listeners. You can get deep discounts on MyPillow products if you go to MyPillow.com right now and click on the new radio listener specials. I use MyPillow and so does my husband. We sleep better and wake more refreshed, ready to conquer a new day. You can get deep discounts on MyPillows, mattress choppers, bed sheets, and so much more. For example, Mike is bringing back the BOGO offer for the MyPillows. That's right. Buy one MyPillow and get another one absolutely free. Remember, all MyPillow products come with a 60-day money-back guarantee and a 10-year warranty. Just go to MyPillow.com and click on the new radio listener specials and get deep discounts on MyPillow products, including the buy one, get one free. Enter promo code Bethann. Call 1-800-978-6168 for these great radio specials. For such a time as this, we know that the heart of a nation takes on the heart of its people. If the people have turned from God, the nation is doomed in sin. God is in control of all nations and their leaders. Let every soul be subject to the governing authorities, for there is no authority except from God, and the authorities that exist are appointed by God. If my people, which are called by my name, shall humble themselves and pray and seek my face and turn from their wicked ways, then will I hear from heaven and will forgive their sin and will heal their land. The future of this nation is relying on the bended knees of the people, God's people. Will you accept this challenge to sacrifice five minutes a day to kneel and to pray? For such a time as this, Queen Esther was put in place by God to save her people. You have that same obligation now. Will you humble yourselves and pray, ask forgiveness and trust in our God to heal our land and bring America home? There's nothing wrong with global communication. After all, high tech has made our world seem smaller. But now we hear terms such as global governance. Henry Lamb's book, A Short Course in Global Governance, is a clear education, indeed, regarding the importance of knowing and understanding global governance. Do you believe the U.N. should have power over the United States or any other nation? With global governance, there is no sovereign United States of America. Read firsthand and learn the true agenda of global governance. America says private property shall not be taken for public use without just compensation. However, global governance says private ownership of land contributes to social injustice. Public control of land use is indispensable. Learn more now. A short course in global governance is only $750. Visit our online store at csctalkradio.com or send $750 to P.O. Box 73, California, Missouri, 65018 for your A Short Course in Global Governance. You're familiar with Range Magazine, packed with hard, cold facts regarding the battles we face out on the range and at home. Beyond the battles are beauty and pictures and words that will take you to another place and time. CJ and Range Magazine have produced a line of hardbound books that should be a part of your home library. The most recent publication is Cowboys and Critters, containing unique photos of the people and animals that make up the ranching world. These beautiful books, which make fantastic gifts, have won numerous awards, such as the prestigious Wrangler Award, first place in journalism, Will Rogers Gold Medal Award, so many honors, great photos, and one Wonderful poems and stories of the West. Reflections of the West, brush strokes and balladeers, the M-Bar, the call of the cow country. You can't resist the art and cowboy poetry books. Visit rangemagazine.com for a complete list of prices. Call 1-800-RANGE-4-U. That's 1-800-726-4348. Be sure to let them know Beth Ann sent you. 
we have returned. You're listening to CSE Talk Radio. This is Beth Ann. You know, Daniel is absolutely right. We've got to get to the source. We can argue all these little uh, symptoms, but we got to get to the source. And that's something that the huge cover-ups are all about, whether it's climate change, whether it's the uh, pandemic, the COVID-19 coming out of China. Where did they get their money, Fauci? Why isn't that being investigated? Why do investigations take five years and then they do nothing? And, of course, they all are one big, big club in D.C. So that's why Kevin McCarthy is confronted about attending a steak, state dinner. It's a steak dinner as well with the beaming Hunter Biden and Merrick Garland because they got their job done, you know. And I mentioned yesterday, I really like Jim Jordan, but I believe he's a bunch of noise right now. Carly Firioni, I I never can pronounce her name right, when she was running for president. I liked some of what she said. I think she won tough cookie, really. But one thing she said that really stuck with me was about Ted Cruz and some, I think, was Rand Paul running? Ron, Rand Paul, yeah. I think he might have been running. And some of the others... She says, they make a lot of noise, but nothing ever gets done. And you know, Ted Cruz has his own podcast. And Matt Gates, I really like Matt Gates to some degree, and uh, but he hasn't stood up for those who are being attacked by the animal, the animal rights radicals in the state of California, where he's from. Florida, excuse me, Florida. And uh, But he's made a lot of noise. And I still wonder if Trump really knows who's who. But it is my opinion that nobody else on the platform, and they keep adding them on. Somebody joined the platform yesterday. I didn't know the guy. But he's going to run for president, too, because he doesn't want Trump as president. We can't have Trump as president. You need to ask yourself why. You need to ask yourself why. Going back to my monologue, thinking of the First Amendment and the foundation of this nation. I believe the foundation of this nation is crumbling, and I believe the reason is because no God, no culture. When you have no God, no culture, chaos will abide, and death is inevitable. But do not despair. The battle over evil has already been won. We just need to claim the victory. We need to hold our ground. And as I always say, bring America home. I have this that just came as I I, bar- I hadn't hardly read it. So I'm going to share it with you right now. It just came in at, well, it says 1028, but it didn't pop up on my computer quite that fast. Um it says the Supreme Court sides eight to one with Biden on Texas challenge to immigration policies. It says the Supreme Court on Friday handed President Joe Biden a victory in a major immigration decision, 
holding the president's efforts to prioritize some unauthorized immigrants for arrest and a detention over, over others. In an 8-to-1 decision authored by Justice Brett Kavanaugh, the majority held that Republican officials in two states, including Texas, lack the standing to sue against Biden's policies. Now, let me just explain something here. It's not about Biden's policies. It's about the laws, the immigration laws that he is not implementing. So who was the one who didn't go along with this? Justice Samuel Alito filed a lone dissent against the decision. It's a developing story, so that's pretty much all we've got. It's just crazy. It's just crazy. I have here something about illegal immigration that probably is appropriate to share right now. It's coming from the National Pulse, and it caught my attention because of the number at the top. 16.8 million illegals under Biden is costing $150.6 billion per year here in the United States. It's an estimated 16.8 million illegal aliens are now resident in the United States. We have to define resident. I think we call them squatters. Don't we call them squatters? It says, um, represented an increase of 2.3 million compared to the end of 2020 estimates. In contrast, American security assistance to Ukraine since the February 2022 invasion by Russia comes at around $40 billion, give or take a few billion, you know, depending on the accounting tricks. <laughs> you know, they lost money, they find money, they lose money, they find money. He says that calculated by the, fe- by the Federal for- Federation for American Immigration Reform, it's called FAIR, nonprofit. The estimates include anyone who lacks legal status in the United States, states, even if they are lawfully present. Well, if they lack legal status, then they're not lawfully present. You can't have both things. They might have been lawfully present when they got here, if I I bet they've overstayed their visa. But they're no longer lawfully present. But stop and think about this number. $156 $156 billion per year for us to take care of these illegal immigrants that are here, illegal aliens that are here. We're sending billions of dollars, billions and billions of dollars to Ukraine. We're spending billions and billions of dollars on illegal aliens. While our children can't get a decent education, Our veterans are not taken care of. We have homeless drug addicts in the street. Mentally ill illness is growing. And the American people who fund it all are the forgotten ones. Oh, they haven't forgot you. Remember, they hired 80,000 new IRS agents and armed them to come after you. Not, Not Hunter, to come after you. This is... The left's utopia. Welcome to socialism. Welcome to communism, my friends. 
I have an article here that was written by Ed Martin, but he's quoting Phyllis Schlafly. Phyllis Schlafly was a great woman, in my opinion. I really loved her. She was a great patriot, smart, 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 and an advocate for common sense. So he was talking about Phyllis Schlafly destroys public funding for NPR and PBS. Well, of course, it didn't get destroyed. They're still funding these things. And these are things that they brainwash your children with. But Phyllis Schlafly called for the NPR to be defunded decades ago. In February of 1995 column, she wrote, it's titled, Of of Course Congress Can Cut Spending. But Phyllis debunks the myth that the federal funding is essential for the NPR and the PBS. She wrote, (laughs) I love this, the truth is that Big Bird isn't in the slightest danger of having his wings clipped Because Children's Television Workshop Incorporated, the producer of Sesame Street, makes almost a billion dollars a year in merchandising and related revenues and pays its top executives over a half a million dollars a year. This was back in uh, 1995. Keep in mind that Phyllis wrote this three decades ago when half a million dollars was a lot of money. Phyllis concluded, whatever rationale ever existed for taxpayer support of an educational television channel has now long since disappeared in the face of the variety of channels that thrive without taxpayer subsidies. Isn't it amazing what can be done without the taxpayer's dollars? I think it is. You're listening to CSC Talk Radio. Common sense must prevail. We will be right back. Have you heard about vine-to-bar chocolate? It's the winemaker's chocolate, the world's first chocolate made with well-vined Chardonnay Mark from the beautiful coastal vineyards of North America. Gently pressed grapes are harvested after juicing, dried, and finely milled and carefully blended into the finest dark chocolate. The Chardonnay Mark contains highly beneficial grape nutrients, flavanols, and has a natural sweetness that flavors the luscious dark chocolate. Mouthwatering, flavorful, delectable dark chocolate goodness with Chardonnay sweetness and beneficial nutrients. And it's alcohol-free, too. It's Vine to Bar chocolate. Order some today at vinetobar.com. That's V-I-N-E-T-O-B-A-R.com. Cold ship to your door, it's Vine to Bar. Vine to Bar chocolate. Visit us at vinetobar.com. For centuries, those who raise, breed, and work with animals have been revered and lauded for what they do. Today, across America, the rights to own and raise animals are under attack by animal rights activists and their increased influence on government and non-government agencies. This onslaught regularly violates protection from legal search and seizure and a citizen's right to due process of the law, all of which are outlined specifically in the U.S. Constitution. Protect your animals, your animal enterprise, and your property from this abuse of power with a membership to the Cavalry Group. Membership provides immediate access to their team to protect law law-abiding animal owners and animal enterprise against unwarranted search and seizure and false claims. They also work to protect their members' interests legislatively at the local, state, and federal levels. Get the shield that protects you, your animals, and your property. Join the Cavalry Group today. Call 855-748-4210 or go to their website at thecavalrygroup.com. 
Well, just when you thought it couldn't get any better, Mike Lindell and MyPillow are launching the MyPillow 2.0. When Mike invented MyPillow, it had everything you could ever want in a pillow. Now, nearly 20 years later, he discovered a new technology that makes MyPillow even better. The MyPillow 2.0 has the patented adjusted fill of the original MyPillow, and now with the brand new fabric that is made with a temperature-regulating thread, the MyPillow 2.0 is the softest, smoothest, and coolest pillow you'll ever own. My Pillow 2.0 with its temperature regulating technology is 100% made in the USA and comes with a 10-year warranty and a 60-day money-back guarantee. Best yet, it's BOGO. Buy one, get one free. MyPillow.com. Go to MyPillow.com and click on Radio Podcast Square. Use the promo code Bethann or just give them a call at 1-800-978-6168. That's 1-800-978-6168. Promo code Bethann. If you're living with diabetes and using insulin, you know the pain of pricking your fingers over and over again. Ouch! Well, by wearing a small remote device called a continuous glucose monitor, or CGM, you can reduce the pain of pricking your fingers. If you administer insulin three or more times per day or use an insulin pump, call now and learn how a CGM can help you. Painless. No more pricking my finger. No finger pricks. Convenience. They delivered it free and they took care of all the paperwork. You can reduce pain right away. Plus, it's accurate, easy to use, and helps you spend more time in range. And if you have insurance, you can get a new CGM at little or no out-of-pocket cost. Call now and get free shipping of your new CGM. Plus, we'll bill your insurance for you. 800-432-8150. 800-432-8150. That's 800-432-8150. And we have returned to listening to CSC Talk Radio. This is Beth Ann. I have in my ar- my hand here an article by Victor Davis Hanson. I'm not going to read it to you. Don't get worried. <laughs> but he's talking about America wakes up to the woke. And in this, he says, Americans are rejecting wokeism because they finally are realizing that if they do not, they will not have a civilization left. So here's a paragraph that... Uh, intrigued me. He said, class considerations became passé. The Duchess of Sussex and the billionaires, Oprah Winfrey, billionaires, Oprah Winfrey and LeBron James, shared grievances against all the whites, whether they hailed from Martha's Vineyard or the impoverished East Palestine, Ohio. They're billionaires. And they're mad at everybody who's white. They're angry. And they are the true racist. And it's the middle class that they hate out here that made them rich, especially Oprah Winfrey. Her TV program, it was the mothers at home watching her TV program that made her rich. But she doesn't like them. She loathes them because of the color of their skin. So I decided earlier this week, and I did mention it to you, that we found a whole bunch of new Karens. Well, Oprah and uh, LeBron, I find them to be Karens. They just complain about everything, and if you don't agree with them, then you need to be sent to a camp and re 
what do they call it? Brainwashed. Reprogrammed. So we have Samuel L. Jackson using all his colorful language, which most of the words begin with F, because I don't guess he's smart enough if somebody's not writing his scripts out for him. At anybody who's a Trump person. He hates Trump and he hates anybody who voted for Trump because every single one of you who voted for Trump is a redneck racist. Every one of you. Even if you're not white, I suppose, because, you know, we have have middle-class people that are all different colors, red and yellow, black and white. He's worth... I wrote down how much he was worth. Where did I put that? Several million dollars. Several. $250 million he's worth. And his girlfriend, I don't think she's his girlfriend, but she's another person from Hollywood. I didn't even know who she was. I had to ask Rudy who Brie Larson was. She's worth $25 million. And there are joining forces. She's white. You know, apologetic. And he's um, black, full of hate. And a bank account of $250 million. But you, you are the racist. You are the problem with the world. And then Jane Fonda hates all white men. I guess that means her brother and her father, too, because they were white. They caused climate change. Well, now we know. She must have known about that 71-year-old guy that was starting the fires in the forests. She is an enemy. Don't watch any of her movies. I had a cousin con me into watching one. I, I won't do it again. Why? Because I'm not going to add to her bank account. That's why. Whoopi Goldberg. Oh, whoopee, whoopee, whoopee. Whoopee! I can't remember how much she's worth, but it's several million dollars. And her original name is Karen. How appropriate! She really is a Karen. Karen Elaine. I like the name Elaine. I had a friend named Elaine when I was in uh, junior high. Karen Elaine. She's an angry Karen. And she believes we should rewrite... We should add an amendment to the Constitution that says if you got in trouble, you know, if the left didn't agree with you and your name is Trump, you should never be allowed to be president again. Even though everything they have convicted him of or accused him of and impeached him for has been proved to be false. I don't hear any apologies. Do you? Did Schiff apologize yesterday? No, he did not. He is sticking to his guns. We impeached him twice and I'm proud of it. Yeah, you're a big fat liar. Well, not quite as fat as, you know, that other guy. Nadler. Kathy Griffin, another one. And I did put down what she was worth, but I've lost it. She's worth a few million dollars as well in her bank account. And uh, she has PTSD because of all the fallout when she held up that fake severed bloody head of Donald Trump. It has just... It's so hard. Well, she also, which I did not know, she also has had cancer. She's had a battle with cancer, and for that, I pray for her. But this PTSD stuff, I don't, I don't, I'm not buying it. 
I told Rudy the other day, I said, I don't think it's PTSD. I think it's called guilt. They're all Karens. They all sit and complain and whatever problem they have in your life, in their life, even though they have millions and millions and billions in some cases of dollars in their bank account, it's your fault that they feel bad. It's your fault. It's not because they're stupid or they have a problem. It's your fault. Now, our book is supposed to be coming. It's in the mail, right? For the, uh, it's not a prepper book. It's, it's, what's the name of it again, Rudy? It's a manual for, uh, uh well, it sort of is a prepper book. It's civil defense preparedness, I think it's what it's Yeah, called. but it's a military type thing, isn't it? Yeah. So, it, we, it's expensive. And so we ordered it. I really couldn't afford it, but I ordered it because I know all of you don't want to order something that's that expensive. And so we're going to talk about it when we're on the air and give you the the few pages that are in it that are going to be beneficial for being prepared. And why do I feel we need to be prepared? Well, the topic on this article, and we're about to run out of time, is the PRC, which is the People's Republic of China. They have risen. And they have risen because of the failure of America, of American presidential leadership, a.k.a. Biden. He goes on in here and he says, a.k.a. Bill Clinton, a.k.a. George W. Bush and Barack Obama. They all empowered China. And it started not just with the one Bush goes back. And it even can go back to Nixon. Empowering China. President Donald Trump was reversing that. And Biden reversed the reversed. <laughs> and that is why, because McCarthy is having steak dinner with the enemies, and all these that are running against Donald Trump for president, do you think they will follow Trump's rules with uh, dealing with China, or do you think they'll go with Bill Clinton, George W. Bush, Barack Obama, Herbert W. Bush... Well, who do you think they'll go with? I'm going to tell you right now. They're not going to make America great again. They're part of the swamp. Every one of them. With the exception of maybe Roswami and Perry Johnson. I'm not holding any stake in the rest of them. I'm going to tell you what. we got to vote smart to bring America home. Home. CSC Talk Radio's goal is to bring America home. That includes you and your business. Radio is a powerful way to brand your company and increase your profits. Find out how to join CSC Talk Radio, help educate and activate America, and grow your business at the same time. Looking for new customers? Looking to have your business reaching out from sea to shining sea? Advertise with CSC Talk Radio. Believe in your product? Let Beth Ann be your personal spokesperson to properly brand your product and company. It's simple, easy, and affordable. Grow your business, grow common sense, and together we will bring America home. To be a part of CSC Talk Radio, call 573-796-2166. That's 573-796-2166. Or send email to Beth at CSCTalkRadio.com. 
Made in America is more than just a slogan. It's a brand we all look for to better this nation's economy. Liberty Tabletop is the brand of Cheryl Manufacturing, the only manufacturer of flatware in the United States of America. Liberty Tabletop creates high-quality flatware at a competitive price using the finest quality 1810 chromium nickel stainless steel. Oh, and by the way, the steel they use is also made in the USA. The steel is tested for lead and other toxic trace elements, so you bring to your family a safe and pure product that will last for generations. Setting your table is an important part of every meal. The patterns you choose say something about you and your family. Bringing America home with LibertyTabletop.com or go to my website, csetalkradio.com, and click on their link. Call Liberty Tabletop at 844-386-2338. Use the promo code BETHANN and receive 10% off your purchase. LibertyTabletop.com. Do we lack enthusiasm and understanding of the word liberty? Do we weep for liberty which we have lost? Or do we simply not understand the substance and sacrifice for which we were once privileged? Liberty. Webster defines liberty as the state of being free within society from oppressive restrictions imposed by authority on one's life, behavior, or political views. Today we seem to want restrictions. Government micromanaging our lives? But do we realize the cost? Alexander Hamilton once stated, There is a certain enthusiasm in liberty that makes human nature rise above itself in acts of bravery and heroism. As a republic, we the people must guard the liberty of others. We must continue the enthusiasm that will make men free. Visit csctalkradio.com, where Beth Ann puts enthusiasm and common sense back into American liberty as she brings America home. 